welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. If you are looking for a break, this is the week that you were waiting for. So this week, there is not a lot of things going on. There are some major aspects, but nothing big like a new moon or a full moon. Last week, we had the intensity of that full moon in Gemini. So I think it was enough for us so we can process. And I'm sure we're still making some changes that were implemented during that week we're still releasing and adjusting so this week's going to help us even more with adjusting it's a week where not a lot of aspects are going on which is great whenever we have intense weeks so we can take those breaks so we can relax self-care right that's what it is so we start off the week with a moon in leo so that's the mood of the week when we channel the energy of leo we're talking about leadership we're talking about creativity it's a deep steady fire within it's very energizing and when the moon's in leo we feel great so topics in regard to how you're leading your life how is it that you are the ruler the king queen in your life how are you taking initiative to improve your situations you are leading your life so the choices that you make the things that you do this is the day that you can reflect on how is it that you are going after these dreams implementing these new solutions or really having fun and enjoying your life leo also connects with the energy of romance and children and art of all sorts drama painting music it's a very very leisure focused energy not a surprise because the sun rules leo and during the summer what is it that we like to do we like to have fun in the sun so whenever the moon is in the sign of Leo, it's more easier going, it's more adventurous, it's more fun and fired up. Now the demeanor is fixed, so we might have to adjust in our ideals, especially if there are things that haven't been working. An example, you are planning to take a trip or planning to move jobs but you really haven't taken the initiative, the steps to do this. You're, you haven't saved for the trip or you haven't looked into it, etc. You haven't updated your resume, things like that for this new position. You need to take the lead. So you have to remove the fixity in this energy because you re if you remain in that fixed modality where you're not really moving and going forward, then you're really not getting things done. So make sure you take very good advantage of this energy because on Monday, pretty much 
most of the aspects that are being made are from the moon in Leo. So we have the sun in Sagittarius making a beautiful sextile to Saturn in Aquarius. And this happens at 10, 12 a.m. PST, which is amazing because anytime the sun is in contact with Saturn in a positive expression like a sextile, it really grounds ideas and the energy of Sagittarius is another fire energy which is very out there. This is spreading fire. This is making bonfires and maybe spreading your fire to others that their fire has burned out, right? Sharing the cheer and the joy in life. So having the sun and the moon and fire signs is really going to progress this creativity it's really gonna assist it in growing and spreading and sparking so that's really great because saturn comes in and it grounds the energy so it fuels it with air and the reason why i say it fuels it with air is because saturn is currently transiting the sign of aquarius which is an air sign so this means this fire is being fused with outside the box thinking but in a very grounded way where it's not just focusing on your ideals, your dreams, your goals, but also how these goals will impact the life of others, especially if others depend on you. Like if you have a family or you have a partner or you live with your parents and eventually these moves can assist you to move out of the house if that's your goal or maybe to assist them because they're having some you know troubles with paying the bills etc like saturn brings in a tad bit of maturity but also a very selfless energy on how we're going to implement these things that is going to not just assist us but great the greater whole like your family circle it's also good for the mind it really centers the mind Sagittarius gets these like amazing crazy ideas and I love my Sagittarius people I have a lot of Sag friends and I have South Node and Sag so I really love that energy but a good Saturn is going to also kind of you know anchor down <laughs> this uh big optimistic energy because there is times that they can be overly optimistic and not necessarily think things completely through um even though most of the time things works <laughs> they work in their in their way um saturn brings in a little bit more seriousness so at least it's more of a concrete plan or maybe like a good outline versus a very tidy one but it's still gonna give some direction so that's on monday and then on tuesday we have still the moon in leo but now the moon is making an opposition to saturn that day so this kind of grounds this leadership this optimistic moon this creative moon it's an opposition to saturn so it's very grounding this has been happening for the last two years since saturn has been in aquarius every time the moon goes into leo so it's just like a reality check type of aspect for now and then at 7 51 a.m we have the moon making a trine to 
the sun in Sagittarius, which changes the entire energy of the day. But immediately after that, the moon goes void, of course, for 16 hours, 53 minutes, which is the longest time in this week that the moon will be void, of course. And the moon void, of course, is like a mini Mercury retro. In my um, Christology calendar for 2023, I have reminders on the moon void, of course, and prompts on what to do and what not to do i also have a youtube video on the moon void of course i will tag that in the comments below so you can watch that if you're interested because this happens more often in the mercury retro and um a lot of things <laughs> happen during this time which sometimes people say why does it feel like mercury retro and mercury's not retro well it's typically a moon void of course because when the moon is void of course it's not necessarily aspecting with any planets thus it doesn't have an outlet and that is the reason why the ancients didn't believe that this was a uh, great time to start new endeavors but i go more deeply into that in my um other youtube video so be um very first optimistic with this energy of the moon trining the sun but then after also try to be very lax and practical and be more create creative within your 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 head like your ideas um not necessarily a great day to execute the ideas but a great day to have many of them write them all down contemplate on them visualize them imagine them like get all into that that's like great to do especially because we're gonna have some nice um activation to neptune on wednesday <laughs> that's when that happens um we have the moon go into virgo and she ends the moon void of course at 45 minutes after midnight pst time and then from there that same day at 909 a.m the sun makes a square to neptune and this triggers a type of mercury retrograde type of energy neptune is very confusing and that's why we say it feels like those mercury redo moments however it's very creative and even with a square it could just infuse the energy of the day with very soft and relaxing vibes which makes you kind of want to go with the flow and relax a little more and maybe listen to nice music be more romantic it's not a real like let's kick butt type of energy um so <laughs> if you need to kick butt that day it's just going to be a little harder for you to do because there's, there's just going to be much more effort to be expressed during that time when there's a square to neptune um, Neptune does tend to want to relax a little more. So even when you are kicking butt, you're going to need to take some breaks to kind of center yourself. Or you'll just start forgetting things because really it's a day to relax and rest. And it could still be productive, but it's not going to be one of those, you know, major like I got all these think, uh, things accomplished type of days. It's just not one of those energies. So infuse yourself with music and um, do a lot of meditations that are connected to the heart and your desires and your goals and ambitions um, because we want to channel the energy of the sun in Sagittarius. And I also noticed 
<clears throat> the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction happened earlier this year. And it's very close to this square degree. It's not exact. It's actually a few degrees off. But it's still bringing in some of this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that happened in April. It's bringing in some of that of like your big dreams. But now it's in a way where you're kind of checking in. Did I take any action on those dreams? What is it that I need to do to continue on this path or to even start taking action? Because it could be that you haven't done nothing or did I reroute? Did I adjust? So it's a time to reflect back on those intentions. Then on Thursday, the 15th, we have Mercury in Capricorn making a trine to the North Node in Taurus and also making a sextile to the South Node in Scorpio, which is a great check-in point. Mercury is about to go retro and it's already in its um, pre-shadow because they'll retro all the way through eight degrees of Capricorn and this trine happens at 12 degrees. So even though Mercury is not retrograde on Thursday the 15th, it already entered its cycle of the degrees that it's going to pass over three times. Right. And this 12 degree 29 trying to the north node and the south node, which are the points of destiny. This is where we're evolving within the eclipse season, within the eclipses that are happening currently. And anywhere we have eclipses that axis, even though it might not be your natural north nodes, there's still still some evolution that is happening, still some changes, some letting go, some transmuting, some merging, things like that. And Mercury is kind of having us check in on that and see what it is that we can continue to work on. And <clears throat> that's going to be the direction of the north node and what it is that we can lightly, gradually um very gently let go of in the south node so wherever you have that scorpio house it's a good check-in day and then on friday the 16th we have the um last quarter moon the third quarter moon that happens at midnight 56 minutes pst at 24 degrees in virgo and that day, the moon in Virgo also makes a square to the sun in Sagittarius. But there is a trine to Pluto, which is quite supportive because Pluto goes in deep. And with a trine, it's really incorporating these deep feelings, these deep emotions and giving them a voice. So you're going to be able to express things out a little better and this happens at 6 24 a.m so you're going to benefit from this aspect for pretty much the entire day and then from there the moon goes into the sign of libra at 11 49 a.m and um on saturday the 17th we have a aspect that i always enjoy i actually absolutely love this aspect and this is Mercury trining Uranus. And this happens at 1336. So that's 1 p.m. 36 minutes uh, PST. And that's the chart that I'm showing you here. Mercury trying Uranus, especially since Mercury checked in with the nodes of fate earlier this year. 
Mercury trying Uranus naturally just channels information. Natives with this aspect, they're usually really intelligent, very sharp, um, and not just the trying. Aspects of Uranus and Mercury, whether it's a conjunction, sextile, trine, they're very supportive to the mind. Now, the more challenging aspects like the square and the opposition, they still um, assist the mind to think outside of the box. But there can be some overstimulation, some nervousness, things like that. And even the softer aspects can carry some nervousness, but it's not as much as the square and the oppositions. So I really enjoy Mercury trining Uranus because that is the ultimate aspect to channel information especially if you've been meditating if you've been working with your guides things like that wow the messages that are going to come in are just going to be amazing and mercury rules speech rules the written word so you can definitely journal these ideas i am like a freaking fan of journaling because I get so many ideas. I actually have Mercury trying Uranus in my chart. And um, I mean, my mind does not stop. <laughs> Since I was a little girl, I had the most outrageous questions that my parents would sometimes be like, where is she getting this stuff from? And that's really what Mercury and Uranus connect you to is this higher way of thinking that doesn't rest the mind like it just keeps on becoming more and more abstract so whenever we have this aspect in the sky we kind of all take a dose of that right so we then are able to ride that train and get these amazing ideas and if you have a journal around you can write them down because you can also forget them i forget my ideas um, a lot of them, I want to say like 50% of them because I get so many. If I don't write them down, then I won't be able to remember them. So that's why I'm a super fan of journaling or I also do audio recording. So that's another thing. I just like record them really quick and then I name them like something that's going to remind me to listen to that audio and I simulate my ideas that way. So great for thinking outside of the box. Great for creating something that solves a problem. And also great for just, like I said, receiving more intuitive information from the ethers, from your guides, just from the energy of clairvoyance, honestly. That's really what this aspect does. And then we end the week with the moon in Libra. So we started the week with a beautiful moon in Leo. And we end the week with Cardinal Libra. Which the topics around Libra are partnerships. And harmonizing and balancing relationships. And also making things mutual. Making a partnership work. So... Leo ruling romance, very connected to flirting and courting and things like that. And so is Libra. So this is a beautiful week where we can express our inner desires to connect with others, be more playful, be more romantic. Not a lot of doing. 
it's just not a lot of doing there's um a few anchoring aspects and there's a lot of imaginative aspects and brain stimulating so i mean this is i think the break that we needed <laughs> and yeah like there's pretty much nothing else and because this week is very internal very reflective it's a great week to cleanse and this is why i chose smoking quartz and it really fits the energy of this week not just because it's cleansing but also because it's grounding and we need good grounding with this square of the sun and neptune but we also need a energetic and physical cleanse so try to wear any type of smoke smoky quartz um either bracelet necklace like a pendant or um a ring if you don't have smoky quartz i find the combination of clear quartz and onyx to be similar to smoky quartz so you can combine those two stones or um selenite and tourmaline perfect and you'll kind of bring in that smoky quartz type of energy but if you do have smoky quartz then i prefer you use that it's great to balance the center so it cleans out all your chakras especially the root chakra it's the stone that transmute negative energy i'm not a person that likes to send negative energy back when people send me negative energy i like to destroy that negative energy so transmute it and send it to the light um, because I don't believe in go having this game of back and forth. You send me negative. I send you negative back. But no, it just doesn't work for me. So I love this stone. It helps you transmute and not continue in those circles that are not serving you. It's also great for cleansing um, any fears, insecurities, jealousies, stress, guilt, gloominess that you have, worries and anger. And it's a great dream catcher, which Neptune is connected to dreams and desires. And so is this energy of Mercury trying Uranus. It really stimulates us with ideas and these ideas turn into, you know, bucket list projects. So great energy for this week to use the smoky quartz. And um, that's pretty much it. So I enjoyed spending my Sunday afternoon with you guys. And this is one of the last episodes of the um, podcast for this year because then we start 2023 i think there's only one more podcast and then we're in 2023 so i want to wish everyone happy holidays thank you for being here if you enjoyed this podcast or youtube video please don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell like this video or review me on the podcast i really appreciate your support and as always, never stop asking what's in your stars. Explore your stars and find your true calling. Love you all. See you next week. Bye.